0: If you have your Bibles or your Bible app, I invite you to join me in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation here this morning. And guys, I want to start something here today that I really believe is is going to be a blessing, that's going to be um, pretty powerful And we're going to see how far we get today. This is going to be in many ways an introductionary message to what we're going to be getting into in this new series. I want to talk to you this morning about aligning with God's purposes for us. I want to talk to you about aligning with God's purposes for your life, and I want to start off by saying that I am a firm believer, and the Bible, in fact, teaches that God has a purpose for every single one of us. And so, friend, no matter where you find yourself here this morning, as you're watching me, or as you're perhaps listening to this message, I want you to understand that you were not an accident. I want you to understand that you were, in fact, God's idea. And so, no matter what the natural circumstances of your birth were, perhaps you came from a troubled home, perhaps there were some issues, some of you might be watching me and you don't even know who your parents are or whatever the case may be, or perhaps you've been told your entire life that you were an accident. Well, I want you to understand you're not an accident. I want you to understand, yeah, your, your, your father and your mother, they got together, amen, but I want you to understand that you were God's idea. You see, you want to understand that God is the most purposeful being in all of existence, and that God never does anything without a purpose. And so, everything that you see in creation, God has a purpose for that. Uh, guys, that's pretty awesome. God has a purpose for absolutely everything. Now, I don't know, guys, uh, what the purpose is of roaches. Uh, but uh, that one I haven't yet figured out, and I didn't take the time to, to actually do the research on that. Perhaps some of you guys know, know that, but uh, there is a purpose for even roaches, amen? And uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I'm sure it is a good purpose. Uh, someone says, Alex, um, what does that have to do with anything? Well, get, fr- friends, I'm just telling you, <laughs> God has a purpose for everything, Everything that you see in creation, God has a purpose for it. Now, many of us perhaps have wondered, well, Alex, what is God's purpose for my life? Uh... Perhaps, uh, you know, you're, you're confused about what your purpose is. Now, guys, I want you to know that I believe that we will experience the greatest amount of good by aligning with God's purposes for our lives. I believe the greatest amount of blessings that you will ever experience in your life is going to happen when you align yourself with what God wants to do in your life. Now, oftentimes what happens is we might look at our lives and we might realize, man, you know, we made a lot of mistakes, uh, in my own life, guys. Uh, I can assure you, uh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my own life, uh, in many, many cases in the past. Uh, I thought I was in alignment with God's purpose for my life only to discover that I was headed in the wrong direction. Uh, Some of you know, I've shared this before, for the longest time I always thought that my whole thing was that I was going to be in the entertainment industry and that that was going to be what I was going to be doing. But guys, uh, all along God had some other ideas for me and it it was when I finally began to align with what God wanted to do in my life that I truly believe. I started heading in the right direction. Now, some of you might feel you've made too many mistakes, you've, you've you've taken too many wrong turns, and Alex, I don't know if I can still get on board with what God wants to do in my life. Friend, I want you to understand that nothing you have ever done was a surprise to God, and that God, in fact, knew exactly where you would find yourself here today. Uh, God knows exactly uh, where you are, and He knows exactly what's going on in your life. It is not a surprise to Him, and I want you to understand that God still has a purpose for for you. Now, I want you to look at this verse here in Romans chapter 8 verse 28, which is a very profound statement here, and I want to elaborate on that here this morning. And um and I want you to really kind of take in what he says here in Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Now, listen to this now. He says, "And we know that God causes everything to work for the good of those who love God." Now, watch this and who are called according to His purpose for them. Now, friends, you might have heard this verse before, that God causes everything to work together for good. Now, oftentimes what happens is people might hear this statement, and they'll think, well, Alex, you're just putting a positive spin on things. Well, guys, I want you to understand this is not a positive spin. This is the Word of God. You see, You see, we as believers, we're not into positive thinking, which has its place, certainly, uh, in the world. And, and, you know, it's nothing wrong with positive thinking necessarily, but what I want you to understand is that what we are in is we want to think in alignment with God's Word. We want to think in alignment with what God says about us in His Word. Now, God says that He causes everything to work together for good. Now, why is this important? It is important, guys, for us to know this, because, like I said, Oftentimes you feel that, man, Alex, I've made so many mistakes. I just don't know how I can still get on board with what God wants to do in my life. And in fact, if you're really honest with me, I truly believe there's some of you watching right now. And and, and, and really what's happening is is that 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 you're not really really You, you kind of find it difficult to kind of think about something that might appear almost grandiose. Well, Alex, purpose. You know, what are you talking about? Alex, purpose. I just want to make it through the, through the day. (laughs) You know, Alex, I just want to be able to pay my bills. Alex, I just, I'm just praying for my kids. Hopefully my kids are going to be okay. You see, some of you are watching me and you've experienced a lot of disappointments. Uh, disappointment after disappointment. Maybe you thought you were headed in the right direction and then something happened and you were thrown off. Uh, the pandemic came. Maybe you lost your business. Maybe you lost a loved one. Guys, I want you to understand that God is fully aware of where you find yourself. God is fully aware of how you feel. God is fully aware of uh, the pain that some of you have been experiencing. Can we just be real here for just a moment here this morning, guys? There's a lot of people watching, and you're saying, Well, Alex, I don't know about purpose. I just want the pain to end. Alex, I just want to really just have things working out in my life once, once, once for a change, you know? I think some of, some people can, can relate to that. And I want to really take the time to kind of go into this, this morning, guys, because I think it's important while we believe in the promises of God for our lives, while we believe in the goodness of God, we never want to make the mistake of kind of brushing away you know, some of the stuff that's going on in our lives, guys. You see, you see that the one thing the Lord is showing me is, is that, is that God doesn't want us to ignore the issues in our lives, guys, but God wants to use those issues, if we will let Him, to guide us in the right direction for our lives. I want you to notice, guys, this verse says, God causes all things to work together for good. I want you to understand, God does not cause all things to happen in your life. Now that's a radical statement. You see, God didn't cause you to lose your business. Uh, God didn't cause the sickness. You see, God didn't cause... Uh, The issue, but I want you to understand, glory to God, that if you will trust Him, a friend, if you will get on board with what God wants to do in your life, uh, God is going to use it together for your good. You see, God wants to use the good. God wants to use the bad. God wants to use the ugly. God wants to use the difficult. And He wants to use it, glory to God, to mold us and to shape us into who He's called us to be. He wants to mold you and shape you into who He's called you to be so that He can guide you into what He has called you to do. Are you guys catching me here this morning? I, I really pray, guys, that you are catching me here this morning. Now, we started off this year with saying that we believe that this is going to be a year of renewal, and we still believe that we are in a season of renewal. We believe, guys, that we are in a season of restoration and in a season of acceleration. I believe that this is the year where God wants to renew some things in your life. You see, God wants to renew some things in your life that maybe had, you know, kind of taken a back seat over the past couple of years. I believe God wants to restore in your life some, some things, guys, I, I believe God wants to restore Whatever it is that the enemy has been stealing in your life. And I believe that at the appointed time, God wants to accelerate His purposes in your life. But here is the key. The key is this, guys. The key is that I believe that this is going to happen to the degree that we align ourselves with God's purposes for our lives. And now what I want you to take note of this morning, guys, is, is align. We're going to be talking quite a bit about aligning ourselves with the purposes of God for our lives because you want to understand that in this covenant of grace, guys, that we are under, we are never working to try to get blessed. Remember, we just shared with you, uh, over the past few weeks on how do we, how do I live this life of grace? And we were, sharing with you the difference between a works-based perspective, where you are working to try to get God to bless you, versus the grace of God, which begins, guys, with the finished works of Jesus Christ. You see, in, the, in, this, in this covenant of grace, you're never working to try to get blessed. I want you to understand, as a result of what Jesus has done for you, the blessing is already available to you. Uh, favor is available to you. Breakthrough is available to you. Healing is available to you. Restoration is available to you. Provisions are available to you. Divine opportunity is available to you, but what it comes down to is alignment. It's us aligning ourselves with what God wants to do in our lives. Now, when we talk about alignment, uh, you know, that term really is talking about having a straight line between two points. In other words, you know, God is over here. He's trying to do something and I'm over here. Well, so alignment is I got to bring myself into alignment with what God wants to do in my life. Are you guys catching this this morning? So this is not a performance-based thing. It is simply us getting on board with what God is doing. In fact, I believe that this life of faith, guys, is all about lining up with what God is doing. It's all about us lining up with, with uh, where God wants to take us. Are you guys catching me this morning? Are you picking up what I'm putting down this morning, Grace World Online Community? If you understand that, say Amen. Type Amen into the chat. Now, what I want us to do is I want us to turn over to uh, Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, starting in verse 10. And there's a very familiar scripture that I want us to look at. Scripture that we are all familiar, familiar with, most likely, uh, this is, you know, it's like one of those couple of verses, guys, that pretty much everyone knows, <laughs> praise God. Uh, even if you're one of those guys who goes to church like twice a year, you might have heard that scripture before. But what I want to do is, I actually want to go into a bit of the context of this scripture, which I believe is going to bless you guys. I really believe this is going to be an awesome journey that we are going on here this this morning Amen. And so I want us to look at this verse here in just a few moments where God talks about the plans and the purposes that he has for us. Now remember, God wants to use everything for our good. You see, you got to understand that God doesn't send the bad stuff that happens, but the bad stuff that happens is not a surprise to God. Uh, I know some of you guys, like I said, you're going through some challenges. Some of you have lost your businesses. Whatever the case may be, that is not a surprise to God. Now, God didn't cause that to happen, but if you will let Him, God wants to use that for good. Now, the scripture that we're about to look at here in Jeremiah... This is the scripture where God says, "I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord plans to give you a hope in a future, most likely a lot of us have heard these this this verse before now I want to show you some of the context here and and when I saw that this past week, guys, I was studying this, and I was really just kind of blown away by this because this scripture and context guys that we're about to read is uh some of the background is is that it's, it's God writing uh, through the prophet Jeremiah to his people, who had already at that point been through a tremendous amount of hardship. You see, they had just been living under the domination of the Egyptian and the Babylonian empires before they were taken into captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. So, it's the Babylonian captivity. So, here's the people of God, guys. Remember, God made these promises to them about their own land, the promised land, and they just lost their own land, and they were captives in Babylon. And there were actually also a lot of uh, false prophets that had come through that were making promises to them that were not of God. In other words, there were a lot of disappointments. Can I have a witness, guys? I'm sure there's someone watching me and you've been through a lot of disappointments. You've heard a lot of promises where you thought, hey, this is for me. And for some reason or another, you winded up disappointed. I want to really speak to that here uh, this morning, guys, for, for a moment here. And so there was one false prophet in particular who said that the exile would only last for two years. And that after two years, God would bring his people back into their own land, only to for God to really reveal through Jeremiah that, hey, this was a false prophet. That is actually not true. That did not come from God. And so these people, guys they have been through disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And I really believe it's important, as I said, that we kind of take some time to look at, you know, kind of like what our real life experience is sometimes, guys. We're, we're faith people, <laughs> right? But but, but, guys, a lot of people have been through disappointments. Again, with the pandemic that we've just gotten through these past three years, guys, I think a lot of people are still in the process of kind of recovering from that and, and getting back on track. And so now God was writing to his people who also were going through a pretty rough time. And God actually tells his people to be at peace in the midst of the hardship. God was telling them they would be in captivity for a while. And since they would be there for a while, he said, be at peace. He actually told them to pray for the people in that land in Babylon guys, that is radical. Now, why was God saying that? Why was God doing that? Let's look into it, and we're going to pick up here in verse 10, and notice what he says in verse 10. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 10 says, This is what the Lord says. Watch this now, guys. You will be in Babylon for 70 years. Stop right there, guys. That is (laughs) quite a difference. 70 years versus 2 years. And so God was telling them, You're going to be here for a little while, for a season so there's going to be a bit of a challenging time, but watch this. He says, But then I will come and watch this now, and I will do for you all the good things I have promised you, and I will bring you home again. That's awesome. Look at verse 11. This is the familiar verse. Verse 11 says, For or because I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster. There are plans to give you a future and a hope. And that's what God is speaking to you here today, this morning, friend. I want you to understand, no matter what your captivity looks like, God has a plan for you. God has a future for you. God has a hope for you. And God wants you to know that He is still going to fulfill the promises that He has made to you. Look at verse 12. He says in verse 12, In those days... And take note of this, when you pray, I will listen. Verse 13 is key. He says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Verse 14, I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nation where I sent you, and I will bring you home again to your own land. Now, guys, this is huge. This is God. This is God saying that He is still going to fulfill His promises. But unlike the false prophet who said, "Man, you know everything's going to be okay. It's just going to be two years." Uh, God was saying, "Well, you're going to be in this season for a bit, but then I'm going to fulfill my purposes for you." Now, now you say, "Well, Alex, well, where are you going with this?" catch me friend what i'm what i'm what i'm trying to get us to see here today guys is that while god has these promises for us Oftentimes, there will be a season that we go through that's going to be a little difficult. There's going to be a season of challenge. There's going to be a season where perhaps we're wondering, Well, God, where are you in this? God, if you're really here, if you're really with me, why don't I see these promises coming to pass in your life? And so I was asking the Lord, Well, Lord, why 70 years? Uh, Why was it necessary for your people, Lord, to, to be in captivity for 70 years? Uh, Couldn't God have, you know, ended the exile or, 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 you know, brought brought his promises to pass uh, sooner than that? And so I'm asking, well, why uh, 70 years? Why this season? And, and guys, uh, catch me, hold on, uh, before anybody says, well, Alex, what are you saying, 70 years? Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be 70 years, friend, okay, until God comes through for you. <laughs> I want you to really catch that, uh, because you're like, whoa, 70 years, Alex. No, 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 uh, I want you to understand what we're talking about. There's a season. There's a process of time. You're believing God for healing. It hasn't shown up yet. Well, God, why is it taking such a long time? We want to get to that. We want to really see if we can figure out what what the key here is, and God, guys, I believe the key is found in verse 13. I want us to look at verse 13 now again, but this time I want us to look at it in the Amplified translation. And notice what he says in the Amplified Bible, Jeremiah 29, 13. He says, then you will seek me. This is God speaking to them. Now, remember, then you will seek me, you will inquire for and require me. And watch this now as a vital necessity. As a vital necessity, guys, and he says, and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart, and I want you to take note of vital necessity, guys. God wanted his people to know that he is a vital necessity, and so in other words, what I believe uh, was happening here was, was that God allowed his people to go through that season of trial uh, because God wanted them to see that he is a vital necessity. Glory be to God, friend. I want you to understand uh, that God is a vital necessity. In other words, God, I believe, wants us to know, guys, more than ever, that we need Him. In fact, I want you to say out loud right now, I need God. You see, uh, I want you to understand no matter who you are, no matter what season you find yourself in, no matter uh, your natural giftedness, I want you to understand that you need God. You see, the truth of the matter is, guys, that to the degree and this is just the nature of our of, of fallen humanity, I want you to understand that to the degree that people believe they can live without God, people will actually live without God. Now that's huge. That is huge. You see, and and so, so, so I think what God wants us to know, guys, as His church, in the season that we find ourselves in now, guys, and in this time in which we live, I believe God wants His people to know that we cannot live without Him. Now, guys, I'm not talking about going to church once a week. I'm not talking about even having a little bit of prayer time every now and then. I want you to understand that God wants us to depend on Him for absolutely everything. Remember, we started off this year as well by talking about depending on God for all things. Uh, Glory to God, I want you to really understand uh, that strength and empowerment comes in your life, friend, when you no longer depend upon yourself. Glory to God, when you no longer depend upon what you can do in your own strength and effort, but when you begin to depend on God for all things. Remember, to renew your strength of the Lord means that I am exchanging my weakness for His strength. Glory to God, I'm exchanging my inability for His supernatural ability. You see, I'm exchanging what I can do in the natural for what only God can do in the supernatural, guys. Are you understanding what I'm saying here this morning? If you understand that, say, Amen. And so what I believe, guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm kind of posing a, ch- a question here this morning, which I think is going to be a challenge for all of us, and myself included. And, and sometimes, you know, the beautiful thing about grace, guys, is remember we've been sharing with you that grace is not a license to sin. Grace is what enables you to live right. Uh, the objective of grace is still holiness. And so, grace will actually allow you to ask every once in a while a bit of a challenging question because you no longer have to be afraid that, you know, God is condemning you. (laughs) You see, child of God, I want you to understand... That no matter where you find yourself, God loves you unconditionally. You see, I want you to understand when we talk about seeking God, we're not talking about, hey God, where are you? God, can you please come to where I'm at? Where is where's the Lord? No, guys, I want you to understand God is always present with you. You see, God is everywhere. And if you are a believer, he's not only with you, glory to God, he is in you, he has taken up residence on the inside of you. Uh, but what we're talking about is, is living in a way where we understand that we need him. God loves you no matter what, but you see, God loves you so so much. He wants to, I believe, teach you and me. He wants to teach us to live in complete dependence on Him. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubid. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.